Hello, and welcome to the Fried Liver Chronicles. My name is Jan, and this is the story of my adventures through the looking glass and into the challenging world of chess. They say that chess is 90% tactics. But what exactly are tactics? According to an online dictionary, tactics involve, quote, an action or strategy carefully planned to achieve a specific end, end quote. So in the mysterious world of chess, tactics involve every capture or threat of capture you or your opponent can make in a chess game. This year, I've reacquainted myself and also discovered some fundamental chess tactics. By reacquainting, I mean that I knew of these particular moves. I had played them before, but I didn't realize that they were a proper chess move with an actual name associated with them. For example, one basic chess tactic is something called a pin. A pin is achieved when you can place one of your pieces so that it threatens to capture an opponent's piece but your opponent cannot move their piece out of the way for fear of losing a more important piece. As an illustration, say you move your bishop onto a diagonal that is lined up with the opposing army's knight, and behind the knight sits the queen. If the knight moves out of the way of the direct threat presented by the bishop, the queen can be captured. So it is said that the knight is pinned to the queen. Pins can be broken by positioning another piece in the midst of the threat. In our previous example, if I can move a pawn forward onto that same diagonal between the bishop and the knight, then the knight would become unpinned and could move on his merry way. There is also a move that creates what is known as an absolute pin. This involves pinning a piece to the king. It is absolutely illegal for that piece to move because you cannot purposely put your king into check. So that piece has no options but to remain where it is. Unlike the example before, where the knight could move, but at the potential loss of the queen. Opposite to the pin is something called a skewer. This act of attacking involves threatening a more valuable enemy piece, so that when the piece moves, you can win or capture whatever piece is behind it, no matter the value. Only long-range pieces like the queen, rook, or bishop are capable of applying skewers. Another tactic is called the fork, or double attack. I love this move. It's where you can position one of your pieces in such a way that it could potentially capture one of two or more of the opposing army's pieces. While the enemy could move one of the potential targets out of harm's way, Another of the pieces under attack is guaranteed to fall. There is just no way to move two or more pieces in one turn. In the strictest sense, the fork or double attack only occurs when you are attacking two pieces that can't attack you back. The fork is a tactic that can be employed by almost any piece, but seems to be the most effective when implemented by either the knight or a pawn. The last tactic I wanted to highlight here is the discovered check. 
This is a super sneaky move and one of the most powerful tactics you can play. This particular position is similar to the double attack, but uses two pieces to attack two pieces. The discovery part of the tactic involves using one of your own pieces to unleash a piece that otherwise would not be attacking the enemy. In simple terms, it would be having a piece positioned behind another one of your pieces so that when the front piece is removed from the scene to attack another piece, the back piece can present a lethal, usually long distance threat on the original piece. In a game of chess, while tactics are 90% of the game, they tend to come to the forefront during the middle game when there are more pieces on the board and less room to move. The ones I've highlighted here are the fundamentals that all other tactics are built on. I've been enjoying adding these basic tactics to my game repertoire and recognizing them when they appear during a match. It makes me feel like I am understanding the game better and raising my awareness of potential threats as well as opportunities to play more on the offensive than the defensive. I have been learning to think and plan these moves out ahead of time versus having them appear and me thinking, oh, I can pin that piece or hey, that's a fork. Each of those moments, whether planned or just recognized, has increased my confidence and made me feel as though I'm becoming a more proficient chess player. I know there are many, many more tactics out there beyond the looking glass, and I'm looking forward to discovering them and incorporating them into my gameplay. One of my hopes and dreams is that one day I will play a move that catches one of my kids off guard when we play and leads me to a well-earned victory. In the meantime, I will continue to watch videos and complete online lessons that build and improve my current tactical knowledge and understanding. And on top of everything else, I will practice, practice, practice those tactics. Fried Liver Chronicles, part of the 2021 Chess Challenge undertaken by Jan and presented by Lalu Productions. It has also been created as part of a Toastmasters Pathway project. For show notes and any referenced links, please feel free to visit us online at toastmastersadventures.wordpress.com. And if this podcast has tickled your fancy, remember to hit that subscribe button. To find out more information about Toastmasters and their dynamic new Pathways curriculum, check out Toastmasters.org. Toastmasters, improving public speaking and leadership skills since 1924. And until next time, remember those sage words of Savialli Tartakauer. Nobody ever won a chess game by resigning. Play on, and maybe we will see you on the other side of the looking glass.